now uh, we welcome in a special guest and appreciate him making time on a busy day on draft day. Dave Archer joins us. Dave is uh, every day on uh, Sirius XM channel 375, the Big 12 channel. He is the color analyst on the Atlanta Falcons broadcast, former Iowa State, former Atlanta Falcons quarterback. And Archer, I, I really do appreciate your time. I, I know you're busy and we won't keep you very long, but it's good to have you on with us. Oh, it's great to be with you, man. Anytime you get a chance to talk to you, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it. You are very kind. Thanks very much. I thought about you because I'd like to uh, kind of get your thoughts on Big 12 guys that might uh, have their name called uh, maybe tonight, and it might not be many tonight, but then as we move on into the draft, who are some of the names uh, that are top of mind with you from the Big 12? Yeah, the guys that, uh, John, that I think are going to maybe hear their name called early, uh, and I mean tonight potentially, is I think Trayvon Merrick is the guy that's probably at the head of the class, the safety from TCU, uh, had an outstanding couple of seasons under Gary Patterson and 20 passes broken up. He has the versatility to play in a slot. He can play up high, deep in the safety, can come down, and he hits you in the box, 6'2", 205-pounder, uh, a guy that can play all over the field, just has tremendous ball skills, he comes to mind for me first. Uh, number two would probably be uh, Taven Jenkins, the big offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. I think he's a road grader type. I think he's a guy that needs to continue to work on his technique. But he looks to me like the, the, the shoe-in fit in a right tackle position. He played both at Oklahoma State, as you know, but I think he fits more in the National Football League at that right tackle spot as kind of a mauler. I think he's an, an outstanding guy. And then, yeah, I believe you get into day two, uh, John, and yeah. I think that's when you start seeing – some of the big-name guys that we saw at OU, whether it's Creed Humphrey, the outstanding center, Ronnie Perkins, uh, the edge rusher, uh, also a Darius Washington, uh, the made, battery mate, if you will, for uh, Trayvon Merrig in that secondary at safety for CCU. I think he's a guy that has a lot of versatility, a little bit small, but a versatility guy, and then maybe some steals later on in the draft. And guys like Tylen Wallace and, and Chuba Hubbard, both Oklahoma State Cowboys uh, that are probably going to be available at some point as well. So uh, those are a couple of the names that come to mind for me. I know there's a number of guys out there that's going to be available, uh, and but those are the guys that kind of stick out to me maybe early and then maybe in that second round. Yeah, those are good names. You're absolutely right. And, and for us in the Big 12, you know, we've had some drafts when, uh, you know, the number one pick overall was coming from the Big 12. This year, uh, as you said, probably a couple in the first round, and then we'll move on from there. So would you say it's, a you know, kind of an average year, maybe a little bit below, below average, from the Big 12 uh, filling those NFL rosters? Well, certainly uh, from last year, you had you had five first-round picks last year. Uh, and so this is going to be a little bit leaner year. I neglected to mention a couple of Texas Longhorns, and I know that's music to the Bears, Baylor Bear ears, but to the Longhorn <laughs> right. fans who are listening, probably not a good idea. Samuel Cosme yeah. and certainly uh, Joseph Osai are going to be part of that back into the first round, early second round, I would think, coming off as well but not it probably you'd like to see more first round picks i think that uh the big 12 it's been lean john i know you've talked about it. it's been lean on first round picks i think the big 12 over the last five years has 14 first round picks to give you a perspective on that alabama in the last four years alone has 15 number one draft picks they have more than the entire conference does with one last year so the Big 12's got some catching up to do when it comes to the top end of the draft, but I do think there's some bulk or some talent that will stretch out over the, the following five, six rounds where we're going to see some, uh, a lot of distribution of Big 12 players in the NFL. 
David, a lot of those first round picks or those first picks were coming out of Oklahoma and I know they've kind of struggled defensively over the past few years, but when you look at what Alex Grinch has come in and been able to do and hit the development of a guy like Ronnie Perkins, where do you see him landing in this draft? I like Ronnie Perkins, and he's been climbing the charts a little bit. You know, we only saw him part of the year last year because of the suspension that, that he sustained the year before and had to sit out for a, for a chunk of games. But when he came back, I like his motor. I like his ability to to obviously rush the passer. I think he plays with good hands and plays the edge of the run game. He is the size you're kind of looking at maybe as a as an outside linebacker in a 3-4. I'm not sure he has the ability to drop off and, and do those type of things, but that's not necessarily something that a lot of these teams that are having these, these amoeba-style defenses that are 3-4, but really that guy's an edge rusher. He's coming virtually every time. I think Ronnie Perkins fits that. I love his motor, like I said, and I think he's got the skill set uh, to – to be able to transition the National Football League nicely and rush the passer against some of these really good tackles. And there's been a lot of talk about the the receivers, and obviously there's a lot of this every year. It's loaded with receivers, but Tylen Wallace, man, that's a guy that's going to be a steal for somebody in the, like the second mm-hmm. or third round, isn't he? No question. I mean, obviously Tylen was a Bolitnikoff finalist here a couple of years ago. Was was the odds-on favorite to win the Bolitnikoff the following year, and then of course had the knee injury uh, in in the following season. So then then Tylen came back. Really kind of a curious situation uh, as far as the way the bowl game went down. Thailand had some – he missed a couple games this last year. Uh, certainly we didn't play as many games, so the numbers didn't look as as good. He's a, he's a 50-50 wonder. I mean, if I'm a quarterback, which I was, and I'm going to throw it up to a guy, Thailand Wallace is one of those guys you want to throw it to because he can go get the football for you. He ran 4-4-8, I think, in his 40 time, which is fine. His size is fine, so – I think there's probably maybe a little bit of question, is he completely recovered from the injury? Is he the guy that we saw a couple seasons ago? And then what was going on in the bowl game where he decided not to play in the second half that was supposedly a coach's decision there? That was a little curious for me, and I'm sure there were some questions asked about that. Dave Archer, our guest, Sirius XM Channel 375, the Big 12 Channel. All right, you tell, uh, if you're working tomorrow, you tell Ryan Ballack we talked about him because the Jets at number two most likely <laughs> will take Zach Wilson. And uh, we're going to hear here in just a moment from uh, um, uh, his offensive coordinator uh, there at BYU, who's now the offensive coordinator here at Baylor. So this is the latest in a number of, uh, of saviors headed to the New York Jets, right? Yeah, I don't know how many times they can they can go get one. I think this one's going to be a little bit different, John, and the fact that I think when you look at this kid, and you, you hate to do comparisons, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. That's what we're in the business of doing that. When you watch him on tape, he makes some of those Mahomes-esque or Aaron Rodgers-esque throws, meaning feet off the ground. His off-schedule throws are phenomenal. He's got all the talent in the world. Now, you wonder about the talent level that they played against us last year. And I know Coach Grimes will play that down, but I, I, I'd be willing to bet you I could find a couple of the top-level high school football teams in, in <laughs> Texas there that kind of could have gone and beaten some of the teams that, that BYU beat this last year. I, I apologize for saying that, but I, I, that's just the way it is. I, that's the way I see it. They had some, But he played again behind a gigantic offensive line. He does have some injury issues with him. But when you watch him on tape, the ball explodes out of his hand. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. You tell Scooter we brought his name up, all right, And uh, in, in relation <laughs> yeah. to the Jets and Zach Wilson and Jeff Grimes. Hey, man, it's uh, great to talk to you. I know you're very busy. Appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. 
Always good to visit with you, man. Thank you, Take care. Appreciate it. All right. Dave Archer with us, former uh, Iowa State, former Atlanta Falcons quarterback.